How many of you got to watch some of the camp meeting in California? Let me ask you something more specific. How many of you got to listen to, uh, let's see if I get this right, uh, the first night, it was uh, Monday night, Pastor Nancy talking about uh, hearing from God on the specifics. Uh, put your hand down, just, just so I know a little bit more accurately who might not be in, in on what I'm talking about. If you didn't get to hear that yet, maybe you, you intend to, but you haven't got a chance yet, hold up your hand. Okay, maybe half of you actually got to hear that. I want to encourage you to uh, go listen to that because some of the things I'm going to say tonight are going to springboard off of that. And uh, to be honest, it was, it was something that I think every member of the body of Christ needs to hear. Just tremendous, phenomenal, I don't know what other words to put on it. Um, but uh, it's, it's going to add to your repertoire, your spiritual arsenal. Hallelujah. We want to be continually uh, successful. Uh, in, in being a doer of the word and in applying the word accurately and specifically. Amen. So um, you might want to go home and before you go to bed, listen to that or sometime real soon, get a chance to listen to that. It'll really be a blessing to you. But um, in order to kind of go where I'm going to be going tonight here, I'm going to start in Proverbs chapter number two. We're going to look at verse number one. We're going to read seven verses here. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Hallelujah. Let me find it here. I'm going to get over here to King James. All right. King James, it says, My son, if thou wilt receive my words. Okay. He starts talking about the, word of, the words of God. And hide my commandments with thee. That's part of the word of God. So that thou incline thine ear unto what? Wisdom. Notice he started out talking about the word and he, he starts immediately talking about wisdom. There's a couple of verses, we won't get into everything that we, you know, could if we had the time to look at tonight, but there's a couple of places in the Bible that makes it real plain that God's word is his wisdom. So he said, if you'll uh, receive my words, hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding. Wisdom, and now he's talking about understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge... And liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seek her as silver and search for her as for hid treasures. I'm telling you, if somebody, you know, we have some acreage. And if somebody told me, I heard there's an acre or there's a, uh, there's a homestead on your, because I've found three now. I've found three pipes in the ground that are wells. Okay. Oh, wow. No buildings there. Huh. But um, there are wells, you know, somebody, I don't know, 100 years ago asked my dad, I said, how long back far did they, they use metal to put, you know, wells down in? Because, you know, before that they dug it with a shovel, <laughs> but then they started using metal tubes, you know, they get down. And I said, how many, uh, how long back there? And my dad said, well, probably 100 years. And so who knows how long ago that could be, that could be down there for 100 years. And I found old bricks laying around it. There used to be buildings there and stuff like that. I thought, huh. Yeah. But if somebody, and I think one day I'm going to get a metal detector out there. And no, I do have cameras all over the place, so don't try to come. <laughs> or most of the year I do, and I'm not telling you if I do right now. <laughs> no, you're, you're honest, right? But, but, but I think it'd be good to get out there with a metal detector. But what if somebody said, you know, hey, uh, I heard there's a pot of gold buried by one of those. Do you know what I'd be doing? I'd be searching for it. 
right? Yes. Right? I mean, how many of you would be out there saying, hey, I'll help you find it for a, a few of those coins, you know? <laughs> but that's what he's saying to do with wisdom. He said, search for it. Cry out for it. Incline your ear to it. Apply your heart for it to get it. Cry out for knowledge. Uh, lift up your voice. Uh, seek her as silver. Search for her as for hid treasures. Verse 4. Then verse 5. Then shalt thou understand. Not before that, but then. You got to be, you got to want it. I said, you got to want it. Then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Now, that right there is very important. That, that's where wisdom comes from. The Lord gives wisdom. Out of his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Now, notice he lays up sound wisdom for the righteous. Notice he didn't say from the righteous. He lays it up for us. It's not hidden for, from us. It's hidden for us. Amen. So, he lays up sound wisdom for the righteous. Uh, then he said, he is, the buck, he is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. And he, he continues on with some things. I just wanted to catch those first few phrases there. Seek for it. Yeah. Cry out for it. Yeah. Go after it. Yeah. Search for it like you're looking for a treasure. Amen. I mean, that's not passive. None of that's passive. No. Lift your voice up for it, right? How many of you know, ask God. Yeah. Apply yourself. Yeah. Ask questions. Say, Lord, how do you see this? Give me your insight about what to do here. Yeah, amen. Bible says in James 1, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Yeah. Right? God, he giveth to all men liberally yes. and upbraideth not. Yes. He won't yes. find the reason not to give it to you. That's, right. That's, good. That's, good. That's what he's saying there in James chapter 1. All right. So go over then to uh, the fourth chapter. Fourth chapter of Proverbs, verse number five and really verse number seven. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 5 and 7. First of all, uh, verse 5, let get wisdom. Get it. Get understanding. You know, if we're going to get all this, we need to know what it is. So we'll look at that, but I want to just read these verses. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Well, let's just read verse 6. Forsake her not, that's wisdom, and she shall preserve thee. Love her and she shall keep thee. There's keeping in the wisdom of God. You know, people say, well, you know, I got the devil out of my life. He had gotten into my life. There's something better. It's just keep him out. You know, and sometimes it's a lack of wisdom that opens the door to him. Amen. That went over real good, but I'll keep preaching. Keep, keep, it shall keep thee. Or she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get it. <laughs> get wisdom. Hallelujah. Get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her. She'll promote thee. So shall she'll bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. And so much, he goes on and says, everything it'll do for you. I don't have time to get into all the, all the things he, wants, he goes into saying there. But um, I do want to just emphasize again, he says, get this. It is the main thing. It is the big deal. 
He didn't say, get money, go after it, seek it. He said, get wisdom, get understanding, get knowledge. Right? So, um, if we're to get it, we need to know what it is and so forth and so on. First of all, uh, when he says to get it, that means, you know, there's, there's probably some that you've already gotten, especially if you're born again, right? Uh, but, but apparently, since this verse is still in here, it wasn't blotted out because you got born again. Apparently, there's more to get, <laughs> right? In other words, you and I haven't gotten it all. Amen. And so that, that's one thing I understand when I read that, that there is more to get, uh, or you could say more available. Second of all, it tells me, because God's word is telling us here to get it, it, it must be that God wants to give it. <clears throat> it must be that he's given, he's laid some up for us, like he said in that other verse. Isn't that right? It also means you and I don't have it all. Amen. You know, Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men. Is that Luke 2.52, I think? Uh, that tells you that he grew in it just as much as you and I have to grow into it. Hallelujah. And you haven't got it all just because you're born again. Now you have access to it all. But uh, there's more getting to get. And so uh, if he said get it, just we should put over there on the margin of our Bible, ringy dingy, I need it. <laughs> ringy dingy, I need it. I need it. So in every situation, in every circumstance, in everything that comes up, in every decision you're making, in, in every faith endeavor, in every, uh, you know, investment naturally, in every, in every decisions you're making with relationships, in every word you speak, the way you say it, everything, get wisdom. You need wisdom. Amen. So we're going to look at a little bit about this tonight, if that's all right, because uh, Proverbs here is telling us to get it. Um, and, and notice, he, 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 I guess uh, to say it the way Pastor Nancy said, it's the best way. She said, notice it didn't say figure it out. She said, uh, like, 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 like these verses say, God gives it. It's, it's given. It's not figured out. Amen. There are things that we need to study tonight, look at tonight about this because uh, we see here that God is the source of wisdom. He's the giver of it. Uh, and really, the Holy Spirit, if you remember in Ephesians chapter number, uh, chapter number one, the Holy Spirit is called the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So if you read the Bible carefully, you'll, you'll, you'll see those words together a lot. Like in Colossians chapter number one, wisdom and revelation. In Colossians chapter number one, that's, that's Ephesians one. But Colossians chapter one, it says that he, he prayed that they'd be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So it's not enough to know what his will is. We must mix it with the wisdom of God. In other words, not just the God doesn't want to just reveal the what. He wants to reveal the how. The steps. The when. Right? Moses knew the what, but he got the timing off and he got the how off. 
You know what I mean by he knew, he knew the, what, the what was. God wanted to use him to deliver Egypt, Egyptians, I mean, excuse me, the uh, Israelites out of the hands of the Egyptians. But uh, he kind of went about it doing his own way. In other words, he knew the what, but he didn't get the wisdom of God. And it delayed the whole thing for 40 years. And it's been stirring in me. So we're going we're gonna to work with this some tonight. Amen. Don't be uh, sleeping because you'll miss it. So the Holy Spirit's called the spirit of wisdom and revelation. In other words, God gives it through the Holy Spirit. You can see in the Old Testament, let me see, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, skipping around here a little bit. But uh, that Deuteronomy 34 verse 9, it says, jo- Deuteronomy 34 9, Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. Because he went to the university. No, it says, for Moses had laid his hands upon him. And the children of Israel hearkened unto him and did as the Lord commanded Moses. In other words, they listened to to Joshua because they could see the wisdom of God in him. He was being raised up to be the leader, you understand. So... Uh, this is uh, something we've got to renew our mind to just because we don't have what the world calls a high IQ. I don't even know what my IQ is, but I'll guarantee you in myself, it's one thing in the Holy Ghost, it's off the charts. Just because you don't have what the world calls a high IQ or, you know, you haven't been to a lot of schooling. I'm not preaching against schooling. You just need, you need to bring God into that. You leave God out of that. I'm thinking of a bit. There's a man today that in our society today that's many times reputed to be one of the smartest businessmen in our culture. But, but he's an atheist or an agnostic. He's, he's just really not a, a man. He, he doesn't believe in God. And uh, in all his smarts, he helped get started some of the stuff that's going to, the technology that's going to turn out to be some of the main stuff the Antichrist uses. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't want to get into it because I'm not trying to get political yes, and stuff. But, but my point is, in all his smarts, he's dumb. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Come on. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, there's some stuff, there's some technology coming down the pike that is just like, whoa. Uh-huh. Come on. That guy's going to mess some things up. Come on. And he helped instigate it. Wow. After a while, he saw the, the, the foolishness of it and started warning people against it. Uh-huh. You understand what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Come on. But that was not, see, he, everybody thinks he's smart, but he's dumb. Because he doesn't bring God into things. The fool has said there is no God. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. In other words, you haven't even gotten started being wise unless you have acknowledged God. Amen. So, uh, I I don't want to be like that guy. There's a lot of things, people of the Spirit, who have the Holy Ghost in them, the Spirit of wisdom and revelation, can see and know that the world is oblivious to, but they're falling right into it. Hallelujah. But, but thank, I mean, hallelujah, we're not falling into it, is what I'm trying to say. So, hallelujah. Um, let's go a little bit further on this. Um, the, the wisdom of God, Pastor, Man, Pastor Nancy made this statement. Um, uh, the wisdom of God is God's thoughts and his, his mind about what 
you know, what, about how to meet your need, yes. about your need. Yes. In other words, there are times that we get focused, very, very narrowly focused on one way or one, one thing that we think is really important in the situation we're in or going through. And our, because our thoughts, the Bible says in Isaiah 55, 9 and 10, or excuse me, 8 and 9, it says that God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are high are his ways above our ways and his thoughts above our thoughts. So we get real narrow-minded thinking this is, the situ- this is the situation, and we think we know the answer when the reality is we don't even know what's going on. We think we know what's going on because we can see certain things. But what's really going on behind the scenes? You and I don't know unless we tap into his wisdom. And then all of a sudden, what we used to be the main issue in this whole deal becomes a mute point because we're looking at things from his wisdom, his perspective, from his thoughts because we've tapped into a higher knowledge and a higher wisdom. Amen. You can be at a job and think it's about the money. When actually God has you there to train you in spiritual things. And you say, well, I want to get a different job. I want to make more money. Listen, honey, you get $50 more an hour. That still won't pay you out of the trouble you're going to get in missing the wisdom God had for you at that place. That's what I've said many times about working at the daycare. Not, not everybody, but there are people that they have to work at the daycare, not because it's the highest paying job they could right, find, right. because the industry doesn't pay as high as some other industries, yes, not because we're chintzy. No, come on. You understand what I'm talking about? But they're there to get something other than a paycheck. Come on. Come on. They're there to be prepared. Absolutely. Amen. And sometimes protected. Wisdom sees that rather than the money. You understand what I'm talking about? So there are things that um, are the main issues that God sees are the main issues that we need to see the way he sees it and understand the way he understands it. And that, for, that will be wisdom for us to walk in the light of that. So we're going to get into this a little bit tonight. We're going to shuck the corn. If you believe God with me for utterance, you know what shuck the corn is. You're from Iowa. Amen. God's brilliant. I'm telling you, he's brilliant. Tell your neighbor one thing you should learn before you leave church tonight. God's smarter than you are. Amen. <laughs> Absolutely smarter than you are. You know why? Because he can see the whole picture. Yeah, yeah. He can see the end of your course as well as you can see the, where, where you came from already. You're here. Back here's all the past of your course. And, 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 that, and you can see that and maybe understand a little bit of it. But he sees the rest of it and fully understands all that you need to gather up, the, the impartations you need to gather up to get to where you're going. And, and you can think, well, I can't do that. God's leading me to do that. I can't do that. I can't make enough money over there. Listen, you'll, you'll do better financially in the plan of God than you ever will making another $2 an hour. I'm not, I'm not preaching against having abundance. I'm preaching about having it with, with insight 
into the plan of God. So really, you won't prosper near as much when, on two extra dollars as you will with so the, two less dollars and a lot yep. of wisdom. Yep. Come on. Amen. So, uh, if you'll help me not put the brakes on me tonight, we'll look at some of this. So, the Word of God is His wisdom. And um, uh, really walking in revelation, you know, we said God's brilliant. Walking in revelation of what God's, God's plan is and the way He says about going about things. And we'll give you some illustrations tonight to help you understand this. That will make you brilliant. By the Holy Ghost. I look back over my life up to this point, and some of the smartest things I have ever done were by the leading of the Spirit. Well, I look back and I'm like, whoa. That, if I'd have missed that, I'd have missed, whoa, I'd have missed some things. I'd have missed some uh, impartations. I would have missed some, uh, some promotions. I would have missed some finances. I would have missed some relationships. I would have missed some divine connections. And just just you know, on and on and on. Some wisdom. Really even my own health. And so how do you put a price on missing a lot of things? How do you put a price on the things you missed? Does that make any sense? In other words, how much would that have cost you? <laughs> If you would have missed that. Right, right. You can't calculate that. Right, right. Come on. You can't calculate that. But, um, but uh, the wisdom of God can get you into it even though you don't understand how, how, how God does that. And so Psalm 119, through his, uh, thou through thy commandments has made me wiser than mine enemies. Psalm 119, 98, did I say all that? Psalm 119.98, thou through thy commandments has made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. So I said to you, the wisdom of God will make you brilliant, and it'll make you more brilliant and, and wiser than even other men who have great big educations. I'm not, again, I'm not preaching against education. You can get an education and still not throw away any of the wisdom exactly. of God. Yes, sir. Yes. I've seen people do it. I met a man out in California this past week. I thought, boy, you did it right. Praise God. <clears throat> Got a big education, but boy, he's, he's Holy Ghost, man. He's, he's brilliant. Amen. But my point is that uh, not only will the wisdom of God make you uh, or cause you to surpass uh, your, your, you know, peers. It'll make you surpass. Psalmist David said, I'm wiser than all my teachers because of the wisdom of God. But here, this verse, Psalm 119, verse 98, says, it'll make you wiser than your enemies. Woo, that's the devil. Amen. People say, boy, I'm telling you, the devil's crafty. Yeah, and you're smarter. By the Holy Ghost, you can be smarter than him. I said, you can be smarter than him. Outwit him, everything, yes. everything he tries to do, you can outwit him, yes. outsmart him, be at the, be at, never be at the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> Always be at the right place at the right time. Praise God. Yeah, you can be, you, the wisdom of God can make you, when the devil comes for you, the wisdom of God can put you into what we would, in our, in our natural thinking, to use a natural way of thinking about this, it can put you into sort of like a house of mirrors. You know what I mean by that? You ever been in one of those places? I mean, you think, you, let's say you and I are in there, and you think I'm standing right over there. So you walk there and you run into a mirror. No, I'm not over there, I'm over here. <laughs> 
Everything's reflected and, and, yeah. and people are not where you think they are. Yeah. Well, if you walk in the wisdom of God, that, that you will be to the devil as if you are in a house of mirrors. He's coming for you and he's really not, he's missing you by a long shot. Because you're walking in the wisdom of God. That's a good illustration. People always talk about how crafty the devil is. Listen, he's dumb. He fell from heaven. How dumb can you get? He crucified Jesus. How dumb can you get? <laughs> The Bible said if he'd have known, he, he would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Don't give him too much credit. I know he's crafty. The Bible does say he's crafty. He's subtle. But listen, by the Holy Ghost, you can, you can be so far ahead of him. Amen. I'll just give you an illustration. I think I've mentioned this to the congregation. The Lord said to me, this is now probably closer to three years ago that this happened now. Well, yeah, something like about three years ago. I was out walking on our uh, property, I, I go out, sometimes I get exercise and got hills and stuff, get good exercise and got uh, a bunch of trails out there. So um, I was walking and it, I noticed over the months it was getting harder and harder for me to get up the hills. In fact, I'd, I usually have to stop twice to get up some of the hills. And uh, <clears throat> finally one day on, on, on a, in, a, in, a, in a situation I shouldn't have been huffing and puffing like I was. Yeah. I stopped and I said, all right, Lord, what is it? Mm -hmm. You say, what do you mean, what is it? I'm not, this isn't, my body's not up to par. Something isn't right. What is it? And, and he said, it's interesting how instantly he talked to me about it. He said, I told you two years ago what to do and you didn't listen. Instantly, I knew what it was. Instantly, I knew what it was. I won't go into it all, but it had to do with some things that I had to change. So... So I, I repented. I said, Lord, you're right. I know exactly what you're talking about. Amen. 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 Can I just share something with you? Yes. You remember God asked, or excuse me, Solomon asked God, or God came to Solomon and said, in a dream, said, ask me what you will, and I'll give it to you. And he said, uh, the main thing, if you read it, he said, give me an understanding heart. That's the King James, understanding heart. Do you know if you look up the word understanding, it, it'd be vast majority of the time, the Hebrew word translated understanding is tr- in the Old Testament is translated hearing. Yeah. Give me a hearing heart. In other words, a heart that hears from heaven. Yes. Amen. That's how wisdom comes, yes. by hearing. Amen. Not by figuring it out, not by Googling it. Now, the Lord might lead you to Google something, but a lot of people go to, go to their head first rather than down here first. And that's what I did, stand on the side of that hill. I said, all right, look, what is it? And I dipped down into here. And guess what? The first thing, first thing that came up, I knew exactly what it was. I knew, the Lord said, I told you two years ago what to do and you didn't listen. I said, you're right, you're right. Wasn't the answer I was looking for, but I, you're right. Yeah, yeah, come on. There's, there's two words you need to learn to say whenever the Lord deals with you about something that's not complimentary. Yes. Truth, Lord. Yes, every time. Yes. Don't argue with him. Yeah. Don't treat it like, well, you know, I, I, I well, Lord, I, 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 I. Uh-oh. That's the end of your hearing. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Amen. So I said, Lord, you're right. And instantly I went back to the house and I started making the changes. I won't go into it because that's not the main issue. Because people say, well, what was it? What was it? It was for me. It wasn't for you. You hear from God for you. 
I've had promptings a couple of times to say something to some people, but not because I, you know, was trying to push it off on them, just right, mentioned right, it to them. Right. So, but I said, oh, Lord, you're right, and I made the changes. Yes, now, now uh, I knew it was going to take six or seven months till I was normal All right. again. All right. And that's exactly two different times doing what the Lord told me to do. Two different times. I distinctly remember just a surge of energy come into my body. The second time was even stronger than the first. And that was in about six months. I said, Lord, I, th I think I'm done. And he said, no, one more month. So I went another month. And I have been, I have been back to my old self. Young self. Excuse me. Excuse me. Young self. <laughs> back to my young self. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I could have stood there and said, I'm just going to uh -huh. believe God. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Generally. Yeah, yeah. Remember what Pastor Nancy was saying? Yeah. You got the general, yes. you got the general word, but you don't have the specifics. Yes, that's good. That's good. A lot of things aren't working for people because they're too general, not specific. Come on. Come on. Apply that to every area of your life. Amen. One word from God can change your life forever. <laughs> Pastor Debbie and I have, um, uh, over the years, increased financially. If you looked at our balance sheet, what we're worth and so forth and so on. And uh, if you look at where it's all broken out, you know, the assets column. If you look at it, it's, it's exactly what the Lord showed me, oh, 20 years ago. He spoke two words to me. I'm not going to say it to you either tonight, because that's not, the, that would be missing the point, you know. Two years, 20 years ago, I think it's a little over 20 years ago now, the Lord spoke two words to me, and it's, and, and we've endeavored, and I, I realized back a while back, I'm, I got to get back on that, but more specific, get, get, get more accurate on that, but uh, those two words are exactly where the most of our assets are. Hallelujah. And, I, and the Lord's been reminding me of it. And I said, okay, yeah, yeah, that's what you said. So I just need to, I just need to get with it. See, that's applying it specifically yeah. to your life. But, but, but what God said to us doesn't mean that's God's direction for you. Now, abundance is available to all of us, but he's going to lead us specifically where it's at for us. Amen. 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 I said, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said he's going to lead us specifically. Now, whether we are interested or not, that's another thing. Because I say those things sometimes and I get looks that's like, just like blank, 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 blank disinterest. Well, uh, you know, you'll be the same way this you know, 20 years from now as you are right now. Be different. Amen. Tell your neighbor, that shouldn't be you and it's not going to be me. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Now, Solomon, we mentioned Solomon's uh, situation. He became the wisest man that ever lived, but he also became the richest man that ever lived. Remember, he said, wisdom is the principal thing. Get that. In other words, hear from God. Le know how to hear from God. Remember, that word understanding means a hearing heart. If you look it up, that's very, very, it's vast majority of the time in the, New, in the Old Testament translated here. Or to hearken. And it really doesn't just mean to, you know, hear like it bounced off your eardrums. It means to, to, uh, to listen, to obey, to regard it, and to follow the directions given. I mean, those are, it's not, here, the Hebrew doesn't have any word for just it bouncing off your eardrums. That's not what hear means in the Old, in the Old Testament. Amen. Amen. 
But anyway, so he said, uh, he, he got the principal thing. Uh, Solomon said, get wisdom. That's the principal thing. Get that. In other words, hear from God. Hear from God. You know, God wants to talk to you about every situation you're going through. He wants to talk to you about your relationships. He wants to talk to you about those kids you're raising. Man, little Johnny. Well, listen to God. God will tell you about little Johnny. Amen. Why is he so hard-headed? Come on. Come on. If that's the case, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying, what? you know, whatever the situation is, God can show you something about him and why he is that way because of how he, his makeup is because of what the call is and show you how, how to get him to respond, even though that's not necessary for all the other children. He'll show you exactly how to do it. Amen. Have you ever, um, you know, in the springtime, if you've had the garden hose wrapped up all, all winter in the garage or something, yeah, yeah. you know, you take that off, off that hook or whatever, wherever you've got it in the garage, or maybe just throw it in a corner. You get that out in the springtime and you, and you go to hook it up and maybe water something. Yeah. It's not going to just unravel. <laughs> if yours does, please show me where you bought your, your hose. <laughs> So you can do one of two things. You can just find an end and jerk on it. Anybody in here ever tried that? Does it work? No, it doesn't work. Uh, Usually, uh, this is something I've learned. Sometimes it's it's maybe a couple times, but usually there's one piece that if you pull that end out, Mm -hmm. the whole thing will fall apart. You know, fall open like you want it to, unravel, so to speak, right? And so that's what I'm talking about tonight. Rather than just, you got a situation in your life and it's, it's, it's just a mess and things are tangled and confusing and you don't know what's, which ends is up and which ends down, why it, why it happened, where it came from, why it started, why it's, gonna, why it's continuing. You just, I mean, where did this come from? Come on, come on. You can just go to, you know, jerking on it with a verse that you pulled out of your head or you can dip and say holy ghost you know what's really going on here you know husbands and wives and strife this can be that's this can be a huge deal why am I standing over here I don't know why (laughs) she's praying brother she's praying (laughs) but that you can you can be like why does he keep acting or she keep acting that way I didn't mean it, you know. I didn't mean it the way they took it. It's getting quiet in this. Well, you can go to the Holy Ghost and say, Lord, help me see what's going on here. And he'll show you. And once he shows you, you'll go, oh, oh, of course. Yeah, sure. And rather than just jerking on it. You pull it, do, do what he said, and the whole thing will work. And she, everything's sweet again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I've had direction before on people to hire or people not to hire that I'm like, I don't understand the direction, but I'm going to do it. 
Amen. I think let me let me give you an illustration of hiring somebody. Yeah. <laughs> this might sound selfish, but it it is what the Lord said. <laughs> Lord said to me, hire Brian. Kirk, Brian Kirk, Brother Brian Kirk. And I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, he's the head of a house. I need to pay him pretty much this much. Mm -hmm. You know, I said, uh, I don't know where that money's going to come from. Mm -hmm. But we hired him. Just in obedience. You know, not one thing. He must be a man of faith. Because not one month that has ever been a struggle paying his salary. Really, anybody's salary, yeah. but, you know, adding that salary has never been a struggle. Praise yeah. God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. It's not just my job to do the believing. I mean, it's the employee's job to do the believing. So we hired him, and it wasn't long after we hired him. It was a little while, but, and he became a great asset. Took a whole lot of stuff off of Teresa, took stuff off all, all of us. Uh, we just piled it all on him, right? Isn't that what we did? We just said, here, here. <laughs> no, we didn't, but he was a great help. But when Duratio came, he managed that thing excellently. Uh, we had a uh, insurance adjuster who should have been working at McDonald's. Let's just put it nicely. He didn't know what he was doing. He messed stuff up. We had to do all his math for him. We showed him all his mistakes. We showed him all with the... I mean, it was... It was, it was Probably months of our time, of Brian's time, just, just getting that, everything straightened out. Well, that was wisdom hiring Brian because I couldn't have done all that and, and kept up with everything I had to do. And, and there was too much on the rest of us, none of the staff. But, but, uh, and he had things to do, but he, he was graced to do it. And, and I, on the other side of that, I'm like, thank God for the wisdom of God. So he'll just have you ahead of the devil. I'm talking about God, the Holy Spirit. The, the wisdom of God will have you ahead of the devil. He'll, he'll give you answers. Like, for example, I'll give you another, another um, situation. Because um, like Pastor Nancy said, I'm looking for the exact quote. I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing it, I think. That the wisdom of God is the mind of God concerning your need. What God, how God sees it and what he knows about it for, for, to meet that need. And so, um, I, I, I'll never forget, well, wow, I could tell so many stories. Excuse me. Um, you know, we're believing God for 4089. If you don't know what 4089 is, that's the address of 21st, 21st Avenue over here where, the, the, remember they had that building they pushed down, now it's just level. Because um, the Lord told me when we rounded the corner one day, coming out after the work, work hours, I saw, I had a vision and the thing had disappeared. This is still, the building's still there in the natural, but the vision, the thing was disappeared. And I, and I, and I just quickly saw that and the flash disappeared. And I said, Lord, what was that? And he said, uh, they're going to, they're going to tear that building down and that lands the churches for the taking. So we laid hold of that. You're agreeing with us, right? Well, the Lord said some things and we, we were just, we're just standing in faith. The Lord said the angels are frustrating his plans because he's got a lot of plans and so forth. But um, somebody said, well, you know, you shouldn't cover somebody else's property. Well, then talk to the Israelites about taking Canaan, Canaan's land. God said it was theirs. We're not stealing it. We're, we're not asking him to, you know, give it to us. We're going to buy it. No, if he needs to give it to us or if it needs to be taken from him to get into our hands, whatever. So I'm not trying to get anybody mad, but I'm just thinking some people don't quite read their Bibles. If God said it's yours, it's yours. 
I didn't think it up. I didn't know they're going to tear that building down. God initiated this, not me. I really sense God's getting us into position to, uh, to be able to, when we move this whole area, that plus all these buildings, what do we got? Half of this block now or something like that? Probably more than that, maybe. Um, there's going to be, uh, very, this is going to be very appealing to an investor or something. So he's getting us in the position to cha-ching. Thank you very much. We're going to the home that he has for this congregation. <laughs> Under one roof, praise the Lord. <laughs> but anyway, so, but you know, the Lord gives me things at times, just praying about it. And I woke up, I'd have to look at the date, maybe two months ago, maybe a little less than that, one morning. And all of a sudden, boop, it's there to pray about that. I'm talking about three o'clock in the morning or something like that. So I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. And it was a tremendous experience. I could tell you more than I will tonight. But, um, uh, so one, but anything, one of the things he said to me... It was as if the Holy Ghost walked me through the meeting and what to say to him when we sit down at the table. Yeah, he did. He, walked. he said, when they ask, what about this? You say this. That's the wisdom of God. He'll have you ahead of the devil on specifics if you listen to the Holy Ghost. I said, if you'll listen to the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 All right. Now, Solomon, back to this. Uh, God, he said, God told him, ask what you want. And he said, give me an understanding heart that I may know how to judge this, thy people. Yes. You know, and I don't remember the exact wording there. But he's, he's basically saying, I need to hear from you. Listen very carefully here. That's what the word means, understanding. Yes. I need to hear from you in order to make right decisions. Yes. To make right decisions. Success and prosperity are not always what comes to the one that works the hardest. Now, I'm not, I'm not preaching against hard work. I think we could all learn to work hard. But success and prosperity do not come just to the one who works the hardest, but the one who makes the right decisions. Now, is that in the Word? Of course it is. Joshua 1.8, Amplified. All right. Anybody got the Amplified Joshua 1.8? It starts out there, um, something like what we're used to in the King James, but it ends up talking about something I think we ought to all read. If you got the Amplified, turn to it. Get this down in your notes. Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Amen. Notice he had that deal wisely. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Woo. Glory. You know... Stupid closes the door on, the, on God. Yeah, that's right. I don't mean to say that. That word sometimes parents don't like to use that. But, but you know what I mean. Foolishness. Yes, yes. Foolishness closes the door on, on what God was trying to do. Yes. Moses, for example, foolishly killed an Egyptian. Right? And it delayed everything. That wasn't wise dealing. Amen. You can sabotage your own success just by being foolish. Yeah. Yeah. 
well, how am I going to know what to do in every situation? How am I going to know what to say, when to say it, how to say it, who to say it to? Yep. You're going to hear God. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Go over to Isaiah 55. No, is it Isaiah 55? Where is that? Where is that, Lord? Um, where is that? No, it's not Isaiah 55. Where is that passage? I think it's the 50th chapter where it talks about he wakes my ear morning by morning. 54. 50 verse 4. Thank you. Let's go there. I want you to see this. It's very, very, very important. <clears throat> Isaiah 50 verse number 4. Y'all still here? Yes, sir. You haven't checked out yet, right? Yes, All right. Isaiah 50 verse 4. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should, that, that, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Okay. The, the word learned means schooled or discipled. So he's trained me, in other words, to have the tongue of the learned or a schooled tongue, a discipled tongue. I've been tra trained with my tongue, what to say, what, when, when to say it, how much to say, what not to say, how to say it. Okay? Uh, he's given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how, notice the word how, to speak. He didn't just say what to speak, but how to say it. Do you know that's the, sometimes we say, well, I don't know why she keeps taking it that way. Well, I don't know either. It might have something to do with the tone of your voice. <laughs> Come on. Come on. They didn't like that over here. Anybody over here want to take that? <laughs> you should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. To, he wakeneth. Notice how you know how to say things. How you know when to say them. How you know. Notice how you know that. He wakeneth mine ear morning. He, or excuse me. He wakeneth morning by morning. He wakeneth mine ear to hear as the learned. If you want to speak as the learned, you have to hear and learn. You have to hear from God. When you're getting ready to say something, when you've got that, you've got that, you remember the Bible God said the love of God shed abroad in our heart and the love of Christ constraineth us. There can be a constraining on the inside. You're about ready to say something or you're about ready to say it a certain way and you go, oh, horsey. And you got to shut your mouth until you can make that attitude adjustment. Because the way you were about to say it was going to create, if, if, there, if, if there's unforgiveness created from it, can create a month worth of problems. Amen. How did I get on that? Somebody say it's all good for my spouse. They need it. <laughs> you know I'm kidding. We take it for ourselves, right? Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. All right. So the Holy Ghost is the spirit of wisdom. God gives it through his spirit. Now, um, the wisdom of God is the thoughts of God about your need. It is also his thoughts about directions you go. It's his plan. The wisdom of God is very clearly in the Bible referred to as his plan. Now, the Bible is the general plan, but there's specifics like Pastor Nancy was talking about. And really, 
Sometimes, Pastor Nancy was talking about this in the meeting, and you'll hear this if you, if you, I would encourage you, even if you did listen to it, go back over it again. It's just, I'm going to go back over it again, because there's, oh, there's so much she said. But um, even if you, um, even if you do have some specifics, you still need to know uh, timing on things. You can get things out, like I keep talking about Moses tonight, you can get things out of the timing. You can, you can do it the wrong way, and you can do things out of timing. You can get ahead of God and sort of muddy up the waters. You know, if it's God's plan and you're staying in faith, let Him bring it to pass. Don't you try to shuck and jive and rub shoulders with all the right people and all that. Just follow the Holy Ghost. And um, so it's the specifics. The wisdom of God are the thoughts of God concerning your need. They are, it is the thoughts of God concerning his plan and his way also, his way of escape. Amen. Amen. They're given to you by the Spirit of God. You can be in a situation that, uh, well, I've seen this actually. I, you can be in a situation that looks identical to somebody else's situation. And when you hear their testimony, you go, that's what I'm going to do. But the principal thing in their situation might not be the principal thing in your situation. You know what I mean by the principal thing? The main issue, the main part of the hose you got to pull out. It might be a totally different issue with you. Amen. For them, it might have been they just, they just didn't have knowledge of what the Word said. As soon as they found knowledge, they, you know, about their redemptive rights, let's take healing, for example, they, they, they stood on and got healed. But for you, it might be forgiveness or walking in love or something like that. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying you have to hear from God. And I just don't mean the words were bouncing off your eardrums when you were in church. I mean it settled down on the inside of you and the Lord's like, oh, that's going off on the inside of you. This is it. This is it. Praise the Lord. That's really when faith comes. Does that make any sense? So um, it's given by God, but it's, I'm talking about wisdom now. It's given by God, but it's given to the heart, not directly to the mind. It must be drawn out of the heart so, so it can reach the mind. Remember, counsel's in the heart of a man, like deep waters, a man of understanding will draw it out. You've got to draw it out, but, but it's, you can't approach things mentally. Right. Right. If you've, you're attacked in your body, you've got some, some situation going on in a relationship or something, you know, many areas of life, they need, we need, uh, let me put it the way the Lord put it to me one time. And I was looking at some old notes today about it. He said, wisdom is the right application of your faith. The right application of your faith. Amen. I've had situations to where I thought the issue was one thing, but it wasn't. It was something else. I remember one time, well, I won't, I won't take time to get into that. Take, I don't want to get off on that. But um, really, that's what James 1 is all about. When James 1 says, you know, is it, when, count it all joy when you fall into diverse tests and trials, knowing this, trying your faith, work with patience, let patience have a perfect work, perfect entire, wanting nothing, right? You haven't unhooked with me yet, right? Uh, let patience have its perfect work, perfect entire, wanting nothing, right? And then he says, anyone lacked wisdom? 
Now, what's the context? It's that test or trial you're going through. Anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraids not. That means he won't say, well, you haven't been a good boy, so I'm not going to. No, he's going to help you. Give you wisdom. Ask of God, gives to all men liberally and upbraids not. And it'll be given. Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, so forth and so on. That man won't receive anything of the Lord. So the context is going through that test or that trial, right? From the first couple of verses. And so um, he's talking about getting something more specifically from God concerning that situation. If you're going through all the motions and nothing's happening. Amen. Amen. I don't believe it takes a long time to get healed. Now, I have taken time to get healed before, but that was on my side, not God's side. You understand? And sometimes it's, it's, it's wisdom to apply your faith differently than just, okay, I got under attack, so I'm just going to go to 1 Peter 2.24. Uh, okay, great. Start doing that, but find out what heaven has to say about this situation. Amen. Why is it? I'm just, I'm just going to pull something out of the air. I'm not thinking of any situations. I'm just pulling something out of the air. Why is it you keep having high blood pressure? Well, I'm just going to have to believe God. Well, maybe. I mean, yeah, well, of course, yes. But maybe approach it first of all, Lord, is there anything you want to say to me about this? Amen. Just find out from the Holy Ghost what he's saying. That's just so simple and so easy. But yet, because of the way people hear what we're preaching... They think something like that is not faith. No, that's applying your faith. You see, once he says something to you, let's take one of the classics, you know, it's the kind of food they're eating or something like that. I'm not saying that's true for everybody. I'm just saying that's just a classic old just, you know. Um, but let's say God deals with somebody about their diet. You know, they, they shouldn't be eating fried foods every meal or whatever, you know. So. And so let's say he deals with them about that. Well, then now you're apply, you, have a, you have something to apply your faith to more specifically. Does that make any sense? Now you're not just being general. You're being specific and you'll get quicker results being specific than you will by being general. You can be general and go through the motions for 14 years. If you live for 14 years. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not making, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just simply saying, you know, it doesn't take 14 years. Now, sometimes it takes 14 years for people to really get serious and say, God, what's going on? To, to get serious in here. But when, but I'm, I'm of the, of the uh, belief from the scriptures that faith gets results every single time, every single time. You know what James, uh, John 15 is all about? The washing of the water of the word, bringing forth more fruit. So, you know, he talks about fruit. Remember I said there's just five levels of fruit bearing there. No fruit, fruit, more fruit, much fruit, and fruit that remains. How do you go from one level of fruit bearing to the next? You go from one level by, he said, you're clean through the word that I've given you, right? 
So the more uh, the, the washing of the words you get in you, the more fruit you bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. So if you're not getting the kind of results you want to get, maybe you're getting a little bit of results, find out the wisdom of God. What is it that I'm, you know, leaving out here? Boy, this is just good pastoral preaching. You need not just an evangelist or an apostle or a prophet preaching faith to you. You need a pastor preaching faith to you. (laughs) I wish I had a greater amen on that one, but so praise the Lord. Um, Pastor Nancy made the statement on that audio that you're either listening to or going to listen to. If you answer something and it keeps coming back, that means you need a more specific answer. Amen. Ask God about the answer in his mind for that need. That's what James is saying. Amen. Faith is specific, not just general. She said this. In creation, when God used his faith to create the worlds, he didn't just say, everything just be. He said something specific every single day. Uh, I'm going to take yours home with you. If, you. if you don't take yours home, leave it on the chair. I'm going to gather it up before I leave. And I'm going to gather it up and go home with it. <laughs> Glory to God. Wisdom is the right application of your faith to every situation. To really succeed in life, uh, and uh, the life of faith, I should say, you have to always apply it at the counsel of God. Somebody said, just stand on the word. Okay, fine. It's a big book. Which one do I stand on? <laughs> right? Okay, now, uh, Acts chapter number six. My goodness. Should I even get into this, Lord? Um, let, let's, let's come back to that another time. Go to 1 Timothy 1 4. 1 Timothy 1 4. We don't have time to really do justice to Acts 6. 1 Timothy 1 verse 4. You getting some help tonight? Now, I'm going to read the Amplified for time's sake. 1 Timothy 1, 4, nor to give heat, excuse me, nor to give importance to or occupy themselves with legends, fables, myths, and endless genealogies. He's talking about, you know, tracing Jesus' natural genealogy and all that. <clears throat> Which foster and promote useless speculations and questions rather than acceptance in faith of God's administration. Now, get this. This term always stands out to me. And the, divine, the divine training that is in faith. Get that statement. The divine training. Accepting the divine training that is in faith. You, to really succeed in faith for the rest of your life, for me to succeed for the rest of my life in faith, I have to be in a faith school. Yes, amen. I can't ever coast. Come on. No coasting. There is a divine training. And it is not done because I've been here at Spirit of Faith for 20 years. It's a lifelong training. It's a lifelong school. God will take you through your own personal faith school. He'll train you. Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith. He'll take you through things. He'll train you when, you, when you're walking through things and you look, keep looking to him. He'll talk to you about it. He'll train you. He'll say, now, now, here's the wisdom you need for this situation. You're like, whoa. And you apply it. You get the results. You get the testimony. On to the next thing. With that in your 
your repertoire. Now you know how to use that one too. And you just keep going. And really it becomes much easier as you go. Don't quit. It's easier going ahead. Amen. Because you got the answers. More and more you've got the answers. But there will always be things you've got to trust the Holy Ghost. Life is a constant depend. The life of faith is a constant dependence on the Holy Ghost. Yes, on the Word, but He's going to train you. The Holy Ghost is going to train you in the Word. You can approach it mentally and, and, and be misapplying it. The Holy Ghost will make you accurate. This is your answer right here. Praise the Lord. It just comes back to having a, a fellowship with God. It comes back to hearing God. Listen, if you and I are going to be successful in faith because we're constantly hearing and even on the specifics then anything that clogs up our spirit to keep us from hearing is foolishness. Anything. And anything that helps us to hear better is wisdom. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is helping me. Just helping me a whole big bunch of, bunch of help tonight. So never get, um, you never get skillful uh, at anything with just book learning. That's not enough. To really just develop in faith, you need a tutor to guide you through specifics. And you can't just go by what somebody else did. Well, I heard their testimony. God told them this. Their, the principal thing in their life was a totally different issue. Amen. Hallelujah. I might get this, listen to this myself again. So really wisdom is the ability to apply your faith accurately to a given situation according to the, minds and th the mind and thoughts of God through hearing. <laughs> By accurately, I mean you're not doing it mentally. You're applying your faith to the word by the leading of the spirit. But the more I grow spiritually, the more this is a huge issue in faith. It's never just cookie cutter, just, just pick something out of the Bible and, and stand on it. Generally, yes, but in doing that, he'll give you specifics. Amen. Don't leave out the general knowing, doing what you know to do, but, but apply it at the leading of the Spirit. Amen. Can I just say this? We'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up by saying this. If you look in Acts, I will just mention what I was going to say quickly. Uh, Acts 6, 3 through 5, you find out God wanted some help. This is when God led him to raise up the helps ministry. That's the wisdom of God. So we won't, we, we'll give ourselves continuing to the word and prayer. Somebody else can take care of some of these things. So uh, God gave them some wisdom and that was their answer. They applied it and so forth. But, but here was the qualifications. They had to be full of wisdom and full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost. Full of, full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost, full of wisdom. All right. So that's Acts 6, 3 through 5, I think. Now, it says they chose Stephen and it mentioned him specifically. It said he was full of wisdom. It also said that he was full of faith, yep. Yep. right? Yes, sir. And we know he's full of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what I wanted to say from that. If you listen to most people's, or if you, if you take what I'm saying and, and uh, how do I say this, and, uh, and apply your own definition to wisdom, most people's wisdom because the Bible talks about carnal wisdom, yes. talks about the wisdom of the flesh, talks about the wisdom of the world, talks about the wisdom of the devil. Yeah. 
most people's wisdom does not mutually flow together in their life, enhancing their faith life. Most people's wisdom talks them out of what God's trying to get them to hear. Oh, I should. I, I don't even know if I should open this up. But but the point I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna probably come back to this. But the point I'm making here is most people's wisdom is never to do things that they don't understand. When if if you heard God say it, yes. the, and it doesn't make sense, people say, "Well, God said that, but it's coming up in my heart, but it doesn't make sense." Uh, it might not make sense right now. But if you, you say, well, I don't want to do anything foolish. If God really is leading you to do it, and I'm not talking about somebody else told you to do it or, or you just think, I'm talking about God is dealing with you about it. If God's really leading you, leading you to do it, it'd be the smartest thing you ever did. Amen. Amen. It might not look like it on paper. But if God, and I'm not, I, I want to qualify, if God's truly saying it. I hear people say sometimes, God's dealing with me to do this, dealing with me to do that. And I notice their credit card balance just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and they never pay it off. Yeah. Okay, uh, I highly doubt it. Yeah, right. Come on, sir. Come on, you understand what I'm talking yes, about. Sir. I'm saying if God really said to yeah. do it, he'll fund it, number one, he'll yeah. fund it. But it'll really be the smartest thing you ever did. Yeah. Notice that when it, came to, uh, <clears throat> when it came to Stephen here, Stephen was full of faith and the Holy Ghost and, faith, uh, excuse me, and wisdom. So they do not conflict with one another. You understand? Any wisdom that tamps down or diminishes a vibrant faith life is either human or demonic in its origin, or it's a combination of the two. We're to have a faith that grows exceedingly, keeps on growing exceedingly. The, the wisdom of the natural mind will say, pull back, don't do that. That's foolishness. Well, if, if something's coming up out of your heart, you have to, uh, you have to follow this and lean not to your own understanding. Now, we shouldn't be foolish just to be foolish. Use good common wisdom and sense unless God's leading you to do something different. Amen. 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 Absolutely. I'm telling you, I, I had to get myself back on this. I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. Stand up with you. That'll help me wrap this up. I had to get myself back on this whenever God dealt with us to start a second church. There are so many things my head just says it's just not smart. And I have gone to the Lord oh, several times, several times, say, Lord, did I hear correctly? Am I missing something? Come on, Pastor. Come on. I got up the other morning and I said, Lord, I thought it sounded intelligent. <laughs> to me, it sounded like this is intelligent. I, went, I said, Lord, following this, what you spoke, <laughs> has caused me to come to some of the greatest needs of my life many times over. I've created a lot of needs. I thought I was starting a conversation with him. He interrupted me. I didn't even get, the, I said what I was intending to say, but I didn't get all of that out. All right. Following this, this plan has caused me to come to some of the great, he, he stopped me. He didn't let me finish that. He stopped me and he said, you are come 
unto the heavenly Jerusalem. You are come to the mediator of the, of the new covenant. You are come to an innumerable company of angels. You are come to all the supply of the spirit realm. In other words, I was telling him I was coming to a lot of needs. And he said, no, you're coming to the supply. You're coming to the angels. That's a, that's a verse, by the way. See, my focus was getting on the wrong things. He said, no, this is your supply. Get your focus back on your supply. I thought I was starting an intelligent conversation. <laughs> now, don't misunderstand me. He's guiding us on the specifics. But you can't get your focus on the need. You got to keep your focus on the supply. My, 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 my. That's a whole nother sermon. I can't preach all that tonight. Praise the Lord. So it's not, uh, it's not either faith or you, you either walk by faith or you walk by wisdom. You have to bring both of them together into your life of faith. Does that make any sense? True wisdom that comes from God causes faith to thrive. Doesn't tamp it down. It doesn't, it doesn't keep mixing your own. Well, that, that, my mind can't figure that out. Now, I'm not just saying be foolish for foolishness sake. I'm talking about if you, something Amen. keeps coming up down here, just keeps coming up down here. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Did you get anything out of this tonight? Yes. Praise the Lord. Lift your hands and thank him. Yes. <clears throat> thank you. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lift your voice. Give, give him praise tonight. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I'm talking tonight about the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God doesn't cause you to draw back from faith. It comes along and walks beside it. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We really need to keep working with this. I, I, sometimes I want to start a series on things and I get other things coming up in my heart and the Lord says, go this way. But... Uh, I really think I need to stay on some of this for a little while. This is what's tripping us up sometimes. The specifics. Everybody say the specifics. Amen. I believe God wants to deal with more of relationships as well. Wisdom for good relationships. I started making my, that, that a part of my prayer life a few months ago. No, well, six or eight months ago. I started asking God, give me wisdom to have good relationships. I mean, that can be, that can be huge in your life. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we lift our hands in thanks tonight. Thank you for your word. It's a light. It's a lamp to our feet. It's a light to our path. Father God, it opens our eyes to a uh, focus in faith that we should uh, approach everything with. We thank you for helping us to see that tonight. It, uh, it's, the, it's the principal thing to get wisdom. Father, what do you have to say to us about this need? What do you have to say to us about this relationship? What do you have to say to us? Father, we, we, we say, give us a wise and understanding heart. The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Hallelujah. Father, we hear what the Spirit is saying. We say we know your voice. We hear your voice. You're training us in this school of faith. You're training us to walk with you by the, by the Spirit and apply our faith by the leading of the Spirit. Thank you for it, Father. 
We give you the praise for the specifics that we need. Lord, if there's things that just aren't working out, we ask you to, to give us the specifics because those things will cause our faith to lurch forward and for, cause us to have success where we've not been having success. We thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. Everybody say it out loud. I agree with that prayer. I believe I receive it. And I have a heart to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to me. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So I'm going to start hearing some testimonies now, right? You're... You, 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 you're I'm serious. These are things that sometimes you can get stuck in faith and you're just sitting there spinning your wheels until you get something specific. Might be something specific to do. It might be something to change. It might be, who knows what, it's just what the Lord says. And when that, when you implement that, what has been spinning its wheels will just start catching ground. Woo, glory. I'm expecting some testimonies out of this. Testimonies. Praise God. Amen.